It is Monday, November 23rd, 2020, and you are listening to the Federalist Forum, a constitutional think tank for every patriotic American. Today on the Federalist Forum, I'll discuss recent developments with Sidney Powell and also bring us back to some cohesion. That and more coming up next on the Federalist Forum. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Federalist Forum. I'm your host, Tom. Thank you for tuning into the podcast that's become a popular resource for conservative truth and action. A podcast that always aims to inject reason into emotion and passion into truth. Now I have to say this and it's going to make some people upset. It might make some people upset. But we need to both lighten up and toughen up. Anytime there's a bit of news, especially news that comes without any real explanation, we need to stop acting like the damn sky is falling over here on the right side of things. And there's been an awful lot of that recently. It's becoming very concerning to me how we are so quick to attack our own from a place of simple defensiveness without taking a deep breath or taking a few minutes to try to understand what we're reading or to look for another source or more information to try to really digest what we're looking at. It's inexcusable, really. It's how the left behaves. But so many on the right at this moment are are doing it right now, and it's disgusting. It needs to stop we got to stop it. It's a horrible look for us, and it doesn't do us any good. It doesn't help, and quite frankly, it drags down the morale at a time when we need to be more cohesive and more motivated together. And please try to stop speaking and sweeping generalizations with each other. And by that, I mean the assumption that you as an individual speak for everyone. To be clear, you know, an example of that is making a statement like, you know, quote, unquote, nobody believes that. Well, how do you know that nobody believes that? You clearly don't. And many many others may not either. But saying that nobody does actually discounts the perspective of those who may otherwise agree with you but different slightly on their understanding or feeling of some sort uh, of the greater context. And it may intimidate them from bringing up some valid points that we should consider. So just things to be mindful of, simple things. I mean, none of us speaks for everyone. I don't speak for everyone. In fact, my podcast is a collection of my opinions. Although when there is specific subject matter, it is always well-researched and verifiable. And I leave it up to you then, listeners, to listen and to engage with that material and seek it out for yourself and determine if you believe that that is in fact true the way I state it. We have to become more mindful of how we are perceived right now, especially towards each other, and not play right into the left's hand. I will start with one example from last week, and that was the whole feud around Tucker Carlson and Sidney Powell. Now, that put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths regarding Tucker and his behavior, while at the same time, many others came to Tucker's defense. Both perspectives are reasonable, and both perspectives have some merit. They both have some truth and legitimacy to them. We can be allowed to disagree on things and still be on the same page. Again, the speaking in absolutes and believing that everything has to be absolutely one way or absolutely another, it's not just bullshit, it's harmful. I love Tucker, and I have watched him for a long time. In fact, he was one of the last remaining on Fox that I watched. But I'm a little sour on him right now, because, and I'll tell you why. While we understand he's trying to get to the core of some truth, he has to be aware Even Tucker, especially Tucker Carlson, more than anybody else right now, has to be aware of how the perception of questioning all of this is only fueling the rest of the media in their efforts to cast conservatives out to the fringe as crazy conspiracy theorists. And the further they get away from allowing any coverage of any actual allegations of fraud. 
So while his intention to get some information to share is understandably a logical thought, his timing, the manner in which he communicated it, it was just, it was irresponsible and misplaced, and really in poor judgment, I think. But that's my opinion, and, and one that I have formed, I believe, sensibly in consideration of the larger fight right now. And if you don't agree with me, or those, you know, who may think like me, that's okay. It's okay for all of us to agree on either perspective or both perspectives. They're both valid, and they both make sense. If, if you want to be pissed at him, and I am for sure, that's okay. If you want to believe that he was just behaving sarcastically and, and off the cuff and seeking out the truth, then certainly he was trying to do that. It's very evident. Um, that's not a big deal. That's also fine. That That's your perception, and it's okay. We don't have to agree on it. Again, it's not absolutely one thing or the other. In fact, we are far better off if we are balancing each other's thoughts out in that way, instead of just regurgitating the very same thing um, and, and then argue about it, arguing about it or behaving like a bunch of drama queens. Now, the next example is more recent, and that's regarding this Sydney Powell uh, yesterday, the incident with her uh, and the announcement that she's practicing privately. Uh, it's really not anything new. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that to be true, and it's not a sign of the Armageddon. There are a lot of conservatives who are either throwing Sidney Powell under the bus right now or panicking like Chicken Little with the sky falling about this happening without trying to seek other information first. You know, and instead they start going after each other. Knock it off. That's not helping. All of this information is coming at us so fast, and there's so much of it, and it's changing all of the time. But it has reason somewhere. It's either defined or perhaps otherwise implied, or it's for us to wait until we gather more information as we're trying to seek out the facts that we already have and use critical thinking skills and use deductive reasoning to attempt to understand what a number of possibilities could be rationally. But again, it doesn't have to be absolutely one thing or the other. It can be a number of things. There are a lot of ways through this fight. and I talked about that last time. And the only way we are going to be successful in this fight is if we recognize that there are multiple ways and we each go some different directions with it. That is okay. It's very much okay. As long as we stay cohesive in purpose and not be at each other's throats. That is absolutely unacceptable and counterproductive. It's disgusting, it's shameful, and we are so much better than that. Let's all try not to react impulsively in some spastic manner anytime a new piece of information comes out. Let's just see what it is, for what it is, and what it says, and talk through what the possibilities could be without having to be defensive or attacking one another over it. For Pete's sake, let's remember that one of the advantages that we have is that we still have a sense of levity. The left gave up levity and sarcasm and a sense of humor a long time ago. We are lucky to still have those things and to exercise them. You know, if you read a comment or a post that you're unsure, and you, you don't automatically have to assume it's, it's one thing or another. That's the beautiful thing about communicating with each other and having a base and a platform that we are otherwise like-minded in where we can have these discussions. It's that we can ask people for clarification of what they're saying instead of just reacting from a place of emotional impulse. Now, how many times do we say that to the left? Hundreds, probably thousands of times a day collectively. We have a long battle ahead of us, a long, long fight. This isn't something that is just the next two weeks or the next two months or even the next two years. This is a fight that is going to go on for a long time. And if we want our children's liberties to remain intact... We have to stay motivated in this fight. This is the new way for us. This is the new party of patriots and conservatives. B 
being organized and being loud and getting out there. Whether we like it or not, chances are, if you look at the country from the popular vote standpoint, and I know that does not matter with the elections, please, I know that very well, but if you just look at it from a point of voice and volume and protests, we really aren't the majority. Now, we're not necessarily the minority either. Both sides number in the tens of millions of people. And with such a dichotomy in what they believe and stand for, there really is no majority or minority, so to speak of. But one side historically has been organizing much better than the other for years, and that's the left. I mean, that, and that side happens to have most of the media volume on their side. Um, I talked in another podcast recently about how well we have learned to organize and how proud I am of all of you who are participating in that for standing up loudly with your voice from a place of, other than just behind a keyboard. We've reached that point, and we are getting so good at it. We've gotten so much better at it. We need to continue to get better, and we need to continue to do it loudly, no matter what happens with this election or any of these legal cases. Because if we just sit back, once these legal challenges are done, however this plays out, and we just become passive to it once again, then we've just accepted the fraud, the malice, and everything else that comes with it. And guess what? That just chips away at more liberties that we are never going to get back. It takes away trust that we are never going to again be able to gain in our system. We have to remain loud. We have to remain together. You know, we allow each other within our own conservative side to have different percep perceptions and perspectives on what's going on and to talk through those perceptions and understand how those perceptions can all play their own small part in our larger fight together, even if they are different ideas, especially where they are different ideas. That makes it much harder for the opposition to break it apart when they can't necessarily predict what's coming at them. And that's the great thing about this country. It's what exemplifies everything that we preach by practicing it ourselves. Because guess what? If we can't practice what we preach with each other, we could certainly never expect that the left is going to practice it. I tell you, I am really fired up about this. I'm fired up about this because I love this country. I get out there and I fight and I'm honored to. And I spend many, many hours every week trying to communicate information through these podcasts and through my social media accounts on Parlor. And I, I offer some humor and sarcasm in there, but that levity is important too, as I've stated. We need that. We need to be able to sit back and laugh at some of this stuff too, or you're going to go crazy. But the fight, the fight, I am so fired up. And I will continue, I just continue to fight. And I know many of you are as well. We all need to have each other's backs in this fight. That's, that's the thing that's had me so fired up, as I've alluded to, uh, you know, in this podcast here today, clearly, is, is the whole impulsive and irresponsible ways that some are behaving. And I'm not trying to shame you right now. I'm just trying to say, get your shit together, step back, and take a breath. Reach out and ask questions. Ask for clarity. And don't, don't be afraid to apologize for acting like a knob sometimes. We all do it. I've done it. Hey, God, if I've said something that's offended you, I'm sorry. You know, I, unless it's when I'm trolling the, the trolls so to speak because that's deliberate and that's just the way i am uh, but we should be helping each other to share solid and thoughtful information i spent a lot of time making sure what i share is is solid and i did this morning again on a story that came through that's you know come through on some very sketchy websites you know about george soros being arrested it took me 10 minutes to completely tear that apart and find out it wasn't true and we can all do that it was simple enough to do. I mean, I I started with the image of the uh, indictment that was in the story, and I put it into a number of reverse image search engines, and it pulled up the original image 
which was clearly a different indictment for a different case, the same case number, but it had been edited entirely. It had been just manipulated and photoshopped. And it's horrible that that happened because that type of information, number one, a lot of people on our side, and you can't deny it, just see a headline and they run with it and they share it right away. They don't bother to read into the details. It's unfortunate. It's lazy, but it happens. But then this emotion gets out there. And then, believe me, the other side is picking our stuff apart. They're trying hard, and this is one that they can easily pick apart. And it's something else that says people are crazy. Look at what this is clearly photoshopped, and they're running with it. Don't give them that. We cannot afford to do that. We are better than that. It's shame on the institutions that behave that way to just try to get popularity or get likes or want to be something first with a story when it is such bullcrap. It's a lie. It's terrible. And I hope that if, you're, if you were following those pages that do that, you don't anymore. Because they need to, they need to know that we're not going to listen to their crap. That they need to start being honest about stuff. You know, it, I'm, I'm fired up. You should all be fired up. We are just in the infancy of this fight. This is going to get much bigger than us. It already is. It's going to get much uglier. It is going to go on for a long time. We have to settle in and prepare for what we need to do to help each other rather than fight one another. We are on the same team with an enormous amount of intellectual resources if we can take a step back from our emotions first. Resiliency, my friends. I spent several hours on the ground at a pro-Trump rally this past Saturday in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. The energy was intense. I mean, it was, the spirits were high, people screaming and honking and yelling and, and high-fiving and shaking hands and smiling. And ah, That unified voice was loud. It was motivating. It was bone-chilling to stand in the middle of that. And you can be sure that back home behind a keyboard... Among all the people there, there are a lot of different feelings with regards to how we perceive everything. But in that greater moment, the greater good, the larger common goal, had all voices united and proud to stand with one another. That's where we need to be. That is where we are at our best. It is where we are at our loudest. It's where we communicate the loudest to the rest of this country that we are done with their crap. And we are not taking it. We are not accepting it. We need more of that. And we need it often. We need it widespread across the country. And guess what? The few Antifa and BLM assholes who showed up, they wanted nothing to do with us. I was personally right on top of them almost the entire time. They were annoying, but they showed no interest in engaging us physically or any other patriots while we were around. They weren't about to, you know, we weren't about to let any cowardly attacks happen to any of our own leaving that rally that day, and not one occurred. That is what our collective strength and unity looks like. And to my fellow veterans, I implore you to consider attending these rallies even if it's just to look after the more vulnerable patriots among us and provide them with a sense of security and protection as they demonstrate so proudly for all of us in our country. No more cheap shots by the left. We swore an oath, and damn it, now we get to uphold that oath here at home where it means more than anything else. It is a tremendous honor, one I am very proud of, and one we should all proudly exercise. That is all I have for today, my friends. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a minute to share it with your friends and family. If you're on Apple and would leave me a positive review, it would really be appreciated. It helps with the ratings to get the show out to more people. Feel free to follow and engage with me on Parlor. My handle is at ExposingLibsBS. Friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action. And we the people have a proud history of doing just that. You've been listening to the Federalist Forum. Thank you for your listenership. 
and for your patriotism as we fight together to preserve the founding principles of our constitutional republic. Until next time, sapientia est potentia. Wisdom is power.